You talk golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, cl- uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of Talk Golden to Me. I am your host, Evan Golden, Golden TV, and we are here in the studios of the Law Office of Berman & Berman. I have a very fun, exciting guest. I've had this marked on the calendar today for many, many weeks now because I am going to be talking to the queen of the squats. Squat Queen Janice is in the studio. You don't want to see me anymore. Let's go to the quad view. She is here. Janice, what is going on? Janice Sinclair, you are the squat queen of the world. Wow, how does it feel? How did you even get this nickname? Introduce yourself and then we'll get into the squat. All right, that sounds good to me. Okay. Hi. That's a great intro and a great voice. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. So how did Squat Queen Janice come about? So it's actually a really fun story. Mm-hmm. It's actually really stupid and simple. And my Instagram name before that was like, princess Janice or something like a princess underscore Janice whatever and uh, there's a girl that I knew that went to she didn't go to my high school but she knew everybody that went to my high school high school parties whatever whatever she sent me an e-card on Valentine's Day that said your booty got me lost like Nemo and it had finding Nemo on it okay and it said to squad queen Janice and uh, I was kind of sort of a late bloomer, so I didn't really get hot until like after high school. Okay. So this was like senior year, summer senior year, like just graduated high school. Whoop, whoop. And um, that kind of, that's sort of when that started happening because that's when I started getting into fitness. So and that's how the name came to be. And then I guess it's been that way since like 2012. Wow. So that's a nice run. So I think, look, when I was growing up, no one really worked on the butt and the booty. It was kind of the biceps, the pecs, Mm -hmm. the abs. Everyone's doing abs. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, you got to work out the booty. When did this whole kind of craze and phase start? Or maybe maybe I just missed it? You know, I don't really know when it – I got honest truth when Instagram exploded and everybody decided that having like a big butt and a waist that's like the size of my pinky was like the in (laughs) thing to do. Um, not just with girls, with guys too, you know, neglecting the leg day, not cute. Nobody wants no chicken legs around here unless you're ordering it, ordering it from KFC or something like that. Um, but, but other than that, um, that's really when I think, when I think people started really judging mm-hmm. and looking and liking what they like and people right now, I mean, you went through one phase where it was the big hair and the big boobs. And then you went through the phase where it was like. Uh, you know, Atkins and no carbs and we're going to run a lot. And then you went through the phase where now where we're stuck in is the big butt, the big butt and the bustiness body, whether or not you work for it or you bought it or it came out of a can. Everyone wants the big butt now. So Let's go there for a second. If you're thing. looking at a butt, can you say fake right right off the bat now or you have to really get in there and feel and squeeze? You know, uh, I have felt and squeezed a butt that <laughs> it has claimed to be real and I still – I don't know if it's real. I mean – it's really hard to tell. Most of the time, it's easy. It looks like you're wearing like a diaper, or it looks like two chopsticks put into an orange, and you know that that thing's not real. Like you just know. But then, you know, um, different ethnicities are built differently. So sometimes you'll see. You know, I went to Deerfield High. I I was the minority at my school, and I talked to a lot of girls that they had like a size 23 or 20 waist, and their hips were 41. 
I I shit you not. So that's very possible, but then they got the legs to match. How, how I like to think of it is like, so you're, think of your butt and your leg like a ice cream cone. You got it starting small, you work your way up, it gets wider, and then your butt is that scoop of ice cream. If it's just the scoop of ice cream on like a toothpick, it's probably not real. So that's kind of how I judge it. Whether I, I touch it, look at it, poke it, smell it, if that's what it looks like, it's probably not real. Um, but there have been instances where just, like I said, different ethnicities, and they're just built that way. Um, but for the most part, no, it's not real. And it, it seems like, like that, and it, it seems like that's that's a body part that you have to work out twice as hard to see the results. I think I see I've seen results achieved in different areas, mm-hmm. biceps, wherever you're looking at. But it seems like you got to really put in the work to kind of see the results on the booty. You know, seeing results on the booty, you're seeing results on the body. You got to eat for it too. So, um, and whether you're in taking other sorts of supplementation, legal or illegal, I don't care. Nobody cares. But a lot of that is not disclosed with that. Um, and it's easy to make your butt look bigger when you are leaner and how you're getting leaner is not my business or anybody else's. It could be that meal plan that you're ordering from, or it could be from something else that you're not telling people about. So you don't really know if it's harder to work out, not really, but you should, I personally do it twice a week. Me personally, because butt is big. It deserves a lot of attention. That's how I like to do my split. We've had uh, we've had fitness guests on here before, and we like to ask this question: What what's your percentage for exercise and diet to kind of achieve that Ooh. ultimate goal? We always like to hear kind of the numbers people say. Well, like I said, I first started fitness actually taking it seriously at, after I graduated high school in 2012, uh, and it, my dad owned a gym for 10 years. My mom has been a personal trainer for 12 years, and I didn't get into fitness until I date started dating a European kid that was super duper shredded Mm -hmm. and I looked like a bag of milk and I was like this is not gonna happen I started getting into the music festival scene wanting to wear a whole lot of nothing and I didn't like how I looked Mm -hmm. wearing a whole lot of nothing Um, so when I first started you really gotta watch what you eat you really really do for that initial like first Mm -hmm. month or two months of starting and then after that you start learning what you can get away with and what you absolutely can't get away with I'm short I'm five feet tall I photograph a lot taller a lot of people don't know I'm five feet tall unless they met me in person um but i'm five feet tall and 120 pounds so no no this butt ain't no 90 pounds no but um so me personally at this stage in my life it's like i would say like 80 20 80 percent of the time eat good 20 percent of the time kind of eat whatever number. you want and then as for working out you know i have crohn's disease which we'll talk about a little bit later uh, but when I'm feeling really good, I like to exercise. I didn't start liking exercise until I started seeing results. I remember when I started seeing results. About a month and a half into it, I was so frustrated. Back in 2012, I was so frustrated. I was like, nothing is changing. Nothing is happening. This is stupid. I hate it. I'm done. I was actually throwing away a mirror that had broken. It's one of the ones that's, you know, uh, hang behind your door and the little the hook broke. So I had it by, uh, by the trash can. And I went to go throw something away and I walked by that trash can and I saw the definition starting, the definition starting in my shoulder and I stopped and I backed up and I looked at it again and that was it and I was hooked after that. I was like, this really is working. Like you, you don't really notice on the scale, but you start as long as you, I tell people don't focus so much on the scale. If you look hot and you like how you feel, that's it. That's really all that matters. 
but every case is different. Mm. Some people really need to be like 90% on their diet. Some people can be 70% on their diet. And then you have the people that could eat a, like eat whatever they want, and that is genetics. <laughs> so if you say genetics are not involved at all, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. They 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 do. They they have some absolutely your some, metabolism. Yeah, and... exactly. I got a little to do with it. Um, not a thousand percent, but if you have someone that eats McDonald's every single day and is still tall and skinny and doesn't gain any kind of weight, that's genetics and a blessing. Now, squat queen Janice here yes. in the studios when. I think squatting is probably like the most popular workout for women. Yeah, definitely. And right now. What's it like now? People are Googling squat and you're coming uh -huh. up. You're coming up. Squat Queen Janice is mm -hmm. coming up. So you're like the spokesmodel, the poster <laughs> child for the squat. Do you have a certain way that you're squatting? Are people coming to you for advice? Well, you know, I squat. I don't really – I like to work out a lot by myself. Mm -hmm. I really, really do. I only have like maybe uh, – I'm, I'm – I'm much of kind of sort of a loner a little bit. I was the only child and I just, I don't know. I like, I like to be by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like to go to the gym, do my stuff and get out. I don't want to go there and talk and socialize. So I don't want to have people video, you know, videotaping my works out or workouts or anything like that. Uh, for the most part, what has worked for me, I've tried everything. I've tried like, you know, the super duper low resistance and having like a lot of sets and, you know, um, uh, you know, a little bit of rest time. I've also tried the super duper heavy lifting. Um, and actually, when I first started training, I didn't even know like things that could look good on the body. I was at the gym with my mom after about a year of training. This woman comes up to me, she's like, wow, you have really nice legs. I'm like, nice legs? What a weird thing to say. Like your legs look nice. And I just, I didn't, I didn't get it then. Mm -hmm. And now I get it. Um, but I actually laid off of training like my quads, so the, the front part of my leg for like a year because most people, most women are quad dominant and they neglect the hamstrings. The, that's that's one of my hashtags is hang on to the hams. That's the, the back part. And um, that's that, that doesn't uh, get as much attention mm -hmm. as the front part does. Mm -hmm. And what has worked for me lately is I do a lot of stuff with the Smith machine. A lot of things where the resistance is already kind of there. And now I'm moving to more moderate weight instead of just doing light weight but i keep everything pretty fast paced i don't like taking a minute rest i like doing this 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 i like doing super setting so doing this thing then this thing then this thing almost like a circuit kind of sort of only i'm not keeping the weight low i'm keeping the weight like kind of hard but not that i'm going to kill myself because if you're going to kill yourself you need to have more rest time you need to have better balance um you need to be able to control the weight, not let the weight control you. That's what works for me is right now. And, and I'll switch it up in a little bit. Great. I'll follow people online and I'll save all of those workouts. And that's the one thing you'll see if you do see me in the gym is I'll put the phone right there. I'll swipe through whatever those workouts are and I'll follow whatever that is and then throw some of my stuff in there. That's, Don't, that's great education. Yeah, that's it. great information. Cool. No, if you're not following, uh, make sure you go on Instagram right now. Squat Queen Janice. Squat Queen J-A-N-E-E-C-E. -E Squat Queen Janice on Instagram, she provides just awesome tips and videos and information and just proper workouts because one of the worst things – one of the worst things in working out is when you're working out the wrong way. You're putting you – know, Oh, yeah. You're, you're a lot hurting of time. yourself. Yeah, exactly. So Squat Queen Janice provides the, the mechanics, the fundamentals, the right machines to use to achieve that perfect fitness body. And again, you can't just work on one, one body part and you got to obviously keep eating right. I'm curious. I don't know. What's the difference between a, oh, a lunge is when you put the knee down. All right. So I was going to ask you the difference between a lunge and a squat. Um, 
Are you ready to demonstrate what a squat looks like? You want like? me to demo the squat? I want you to demo the squat. We're going to – for anyone that is, is listening, you're going to have to kind of find this video on our YouTube channel or Facebook channel. But for all the viewers, we'll now get a chance to see squat Queen Janice in action. Doing the squat. Doing the squat, exactly. So um, I'm going to have our production assistant, Haley, actually hold the mic. So if you want to talk while you're doing it. So uh, you could take your headphones off. Okay. She'll hold one of those mics for you. And, uh, and this way we could uh, literally get a full explanation and a full visual. Here it goes. The squat Queen Janice performing. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let, let's make sure. I'm going to get two angles on this so we could really, really get this perfect. All right. We're going to go double angle, okay? Hold on. We got a double angle here. Let me make sure. All right. This looks good. All right. So we got double angle. This is squat Queen Janice performing the perfect squat. That's as low as you need to go. See, see, I, I would have done a squat wrong. See, I would have done the squat wrong. Wow. So you're only going – bring the mic to her because i got to ask her a couple questions here if you don't mind. Tell me how many – you could use – all these mics are on. That's fine. Yep. Is that reaching? we got to reach. I right, Use this mic if you don't mind. I need to know. So you're only going 90 degrees on this? I'm totally – all right, so let's see. You're, you're going to do the rest of the podcast, I think, just doing just squats. Just doing a squat. I yeah, just doing squats. Okay. This is great. So pretty much you can you can say just like this if you want. You can do something called a wall sit. A wall sit is kind of when you're like doing the squat, but you're like up against a wall. Okay. Uh, where a lot of people go wrong is like they'll be doing a squat, and then they'll do something where they're like here, or they'll go like all the way down here, and I'm not really sure what's going on here. It looks like you're pooping or something, <laughs> but that's not what you need to be doing. You're not on a squatty potty. Okay. Um, I'm trying let's see no, this you're is like here you know this is good you're, you're at a good angle but then if the weight is too heavy your knees will start moving around and they'll be in gotcha or they'll be out and you're not doing it right all right so i got so i'm gonna i'm gonna really yourself. take a mental memory here we go this is squat queen janice on the microphone doing a perfect squat squat queen janice this is wow look at that so that's it. A little wider stance if you want Are men doing stance. squats? Can men do squats? Men or is this should only... absolutely be doing squats. They should. Yeah. Nobody likes anyone that's got the pigeon legs. So wow. You definitely want. You definitely want to be doing. So squats. men, sorry, right, come sit back down. I don't want to get sitting. you. I don't want you to work up. A, I don't want you to work up You're a sweat. You're gonna make here. me sweat already. I don't want you to work up a sweat here. Squat queen genies. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. So welcome. You're gonna be doing a squat by the end of this show. I gotta test you. No, no, that's 100. percent We're gonna, you're gonna make me do a squat at the end of the show, and you're gonna rate me. You're yes, gonna rate me. Absolutely. Let's move on to something serious, because on your Instagram, um, you talk about it, and you get into Crohn's, and and it's something you're very open about on your story. Mm -hmm. This is something that you're dealing with on a day-to-day -day life, trying to work out and eat right. And someone that eats completely right is, has Crohn's disease, got Crohn's disease, and autoimmune disease, correct? Yes. So. They say that Crohn's disease, your parents have Crohn's disease, you're probably going to have it. In my case, no one in my family has it. My dad doesn't have it. My mom doesn't have it. Um, it was like two other things. Like if you're from, I don't know, Auschwitz Jew or something mm -hmm. like that, which I'm not either. I just got lucky. That's what all the doctors told me. They're like, oh, you're just lucky. I'm like, oh, you're so funny. That's great. Um, no, so it's a little difficult because... So for people that don't know what Crohn's disease is, it's an autoimmune disease that affects the inside and the outside of your intestine, anywhere in your GI tract, from your esophagus down to your anus, on the inside of your body. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that, if you can imagine, think of like 
you know, have you ever had like a canker sore or like chewed a sore on the inside of your mouth? That's so, painful though. Okay, so your intestine, whatever has Crohn's disease in it, has those open sores on the inside and the outside of it. Oh. So it can get triggered by whatever. In my instance, stress. For me, 100%, if I'm really stressed out, I will get a flare-up. A flare-up is when you're in a period of remission. Remission meaning your Crohn's is not affecting you that much or almost at all. You forget you have it, pretty much. Um, and then something will happen and it will swell your intestines because that one portion will be irritated and inflamed. Uh, so it's a disease of inflammation pretty much. So that part will be inflamed and then it pushes on everything else. So if you have your intestines and then they're swollen, then they're gonna push on your stomach, they're gonna push on this organ, push on that organ. So that's what causes that distension is it's literally swelling everything. Um, and then the best analogy I can think of is it's kind of like if you Google the symptoms, it'll say like cramping. Okay. It kind of feels like your your something is tearing your stomach and then putting it back together for like a second and then tearing it again. Oh, yeah. It's extremely, extremely painful. It's like debilitating. It's really awful. Um, I most recently when my health insurance changed, I was on a medicine called Humira. And then I didn't really want to go that route because I don't know the long-term effects of it. Um, but last year I started spacing out when my doses were being taken. And it's a biologic. It's an injectable. It's a very expensive medication. It's like $5,000. My insurance was covering it. Long story short, this year they didn't want to cover it. I couldn't afford it. And that's probably why my Crohn's is getting a little out of control now. Um, because it's not being controlled, really. There's other medications that temporarily control it. Prednisone is a cortical steroid. Two years ago, I was really, really sick with it, and I was on 65 milligrams of it, and that's a lot. And I was on that for like nine months to get stuff under control. So it is difficult because if you look up what someone with Crohn's disease should be eating, bland food, potatoes, rice, white rice, uh, Cheerios, things that are just bland and white, low to no fiber, um, not healthy essentially not healthy wow. so you know some people a lot of people have a 10 times worse than i do i mean a million times worse i haven't had to have my intestines snipped out or anything like that um but it's difficult because you get the you don't look sick thing and that's very annoying because i don't really think sick has a definition there are people that have cancer that wear wigs and go outside and wear makeup so what they don't have cancer because they don't look sick it's, it's very annoying i'm not comparing crohn's disease to cancer but you see what i'm saying it's annoying um, that's why I try to be so transparent with it on my page. And that's what I'm kind of hoping to do with it is actually using the social media as like mm -hmm. a resource to expose things that are not just myself. You know, um, I know butt pics generate a lot of likes. That's great. But I was surprised I posted a picture where I had to put, you know, I am not pregnant in this photo because I was so distended. Actually, the first time I went to the hospital with Crohn's disease, I was diagnosed in what year are we in? Oh, I think it was diagnosed in 2014. I was diagnosed. And this is when you were already eating healthy and working yeah, out. Yeah, so is, Crohn's doesn't care. It's, 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 it's just amazing. like any other disease. They, they don't care. It doesn't matter. If you get it, you get it, and it is what it is. It actually hits people most of the time after puberty. They say that the range is somewhere between like 15 and 35 or something like that. It's very rare that someone will actually show symptoms and get it as like a child. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've seen people, because I'm in a couple of groups like Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, and I'm in another group that's like a support group thing. Um, by the way, if you know of any support groups that are located in Boca Raton, and uh, send them my way. 
Um, well, I think you're a support group for so many people because you've been so open with it. I'm sure outside of the crazy DMs you get, oh yeah, I get some questions. Yeah, you've been so open with it, and there's probably people that are dealing with it that are scared. And maybe I think from that standpoint, what you're doing through your social media is, is very brave of you. Most people kind of only show the good, you know. Yeah, and, and I think that's important because you know it's not a glamorous disease. Uh, you know, it's either you're constipated or you're pooping your pants, pretty much. You're constipated or you're pooping your pants. You're tired when you sleep. You go to sleep tired. You wake up tired because you're so malnourished because you're not absorbing nutrients properly that you're always fatigued. Like I could sleep for 15 hours, wake up, and still be tired. I, I tell people, I'm like, I'm surviving tired. I'm always you still tired. have an amazing attitude. And that's one of the things that we qualify to be a guest on the Talk Golden to Me show is having the golden vibes, the golden energy, the golden aura, which you, which you have. So, uh, oh, you're making me blush. It's the truth. Hey, or maybe it was the squats. Maybe that's why my face is flush now, too. <laughs> it could be a combination of both of them. No, absolutely. So you're a brave woman and, um, you know, you're very open and you share everything on your social media. You're a great follow squat queen Janice on Instagram. She has hundreds of thousands of followers. What's next? What's kind of some of your goals, Ooh. aspirations? What's the next project in the future? Let Ooh. us know. Hmm, let me think about that. That's a very good question. So I'd like to be doing more stuff like this and I'd really like to use the social media platform that I have. That's why I have been oddly enough, the more, Sounds weird. It sounds like I don't know. It sounds kind of uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. Uh, but the more stuff I go through with Crohn's disease, the more part of it's sucking. The more I have to share, the more I have to connect people with. Um, so I'm hoping to just use like my social media platform to kind of make people feel comfortable with their conditions, whatever it is. I've had a lot of people, you know, message me. Strangers, of course, but you know, I started following you because of this, this, this. I fo started following you for your butt, but I stayed because of this. This is why I stayed. And as I was telling you before, there was a post that I put where I had to put, like, I'm not pregnant in this photo because my stomach was so distended. I easily looked pregnant. I, I still had DMs even though I put I'm not pregnant, like, multiple times. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, you're a beautiful, pregnant, glowing woman. I'm like, I'm not pregnant. That's exactly what I said I wasn't. Um... And in a lot of the people that stay is for that transparency because social media is all about what is aesthetic and whether it's real or not, nobody cares. They just care if it looks good. So I want people to see that you don't have to look good to get people to respect you or to respond to you or to make you feel connected. Most people are connected through hardship. Most people come together when there's turmoil or when there's war or when there's something bad, but nobody comes together when it's something good. Everybody is too busy competing with one another when it's something good so they can be the greatest on their own. But really there's a lot of strength in numbers. So I wanna take my social media platform and just be as transparent as I can and kind of break that stigma of social media, influencer, easiest life, super hot, great, gets everything handed to her. Yeah, well, it's great. You can have a million-dollar sports car, but I tell you what, if I got Crohn's disease and I shit my pants in my sports car, now I got to go get it cleaned, and there's no money that's going to take that away from me. So I try to use that and want to use that in the future to either, A, have my own show um, or do some kind of charity work, be some kind of speaker. I really want to be a speaker for a uh, Crohn's and Colitis very Foundation well or something like that. That's very really well what I want. I, I would love that, and I think you should pursue that and and embrace you know everything your passion. So you're you're 
you're inspirational. So um, I, it's unfortunate you have to deal with it, but I think the way you're dealing with it and overcoming it is inspirational for so many people that might be so. I think, I think somebody told me I had to do something. I did, I did like a, like a photo shoot for something. And then they asked you at the end of it, it was like a super like hippie, 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 like photo shoot thing. And they said, you know, what, what have you, what have you learned through having to overcome adversity or something worded that mm -hmm. way? So mm -hmm. like, what have you learned through that? And I, or what made you, no, it was what made you discover your true self? Mm -hmm. That was the question. What made you discover your true self? What made me discover my true self is in 2017, I was sick for 11 months. It's a really long time to be sick with a multitude of things that I will not get into in this episode. But um, I told them that lose, losing absolutely everything because I had no control over anything is what made me discover my true self. Literally being stripped away because you can't, there's, like I said, you know, I, I wasn't born into this condition. So to live your entire life without it and then have it, you don't have control over that. You, there's nothing I could have done differently. So I'm a control freak. I like to have control over things. So being completely out of control and not being able to control what was happening to me or happening to my body, that's what really made me discover like how strong I actually can be. So... Yeah, that's uh, that that's something that I like to share with people too. Is like not until you're stripped down to absolutely nothing and you you have nothing that you that's when you really really shine. It shouldn't have to come to that, but it just shows us how strong as like people we can actually be when we have to be that way. We don't want to be in fight or flight mode all the time, but when it comes down to it, you absolutely can do it, no matter um, what it is. Powerful words. Thank uh, you. I like the, I like the way you're living, and um, I think that people should be inspired, they should follow you, and I think you should continue to pursue your fight uh, from a physical and emotional standpoint. Wow, riveting stuff, I'm, I'm very impressed. Not just a booty. Uh, oh, you thank you, that should be a new hashtag. Not hashtag not just the booty, I like that. That's absolutely, it's it's the truth. I mean, from just talking to you these last minute, you know, 25 minutes here, you, you see a whole new side, because I think when people, the voyeurism of kind of social media and they're only mm -hmm. kind of looking maybe at some of the modeling yeah you know, they're of kind course. of skipping over and things so you see kind of the personality behind it um i think i'm ready now for you to show me my uh my squat i'm very nervous but, i'm gonna uh, judge your squat all, all right, right. Uh, i'm putting but, you in the hot all right let's seat. do it. let's go putting you in the hot squat this is squat queen janice on an episode of talk golden to me here at the loft of burma burma studios we had a blast having you on you are an amazing woman and now uh let's squat let's i think squat. you're an amazing woman too evan you think so? I, I like to go metrosexual. <laughs> I've been called that before. I'm a trisexual. You know what that is? A trisexual? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It sounds illegal, though. Let me try anything. <laughs> try anything. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. Show me. Show me, bro. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. All right. Okay, so I'm not posting a question. 